What's going on? This is Jealous from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what time it is, guys. It's time to celebrate, damn it. It's time to celebrate. The gunshots are going off because the Knicks beat the Washington Wizards 131 to 113. They are the 25th rated offense in the league, and we proved that we we don't have the best offense, which is way better than they are, all right? Randall with 36.37.6 rebounds, two assists, seven of 10 from three gunshots for Phoenix RJ Barrett, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Mitchell Robinson is back with 16 points, 12 rebounds, and most importantly, played 31 minutes after injuring his ankle. And of course, you have Alec Burks, who chips in with 20 points. So salute to the Knicks beating the Washington Wizards. And guess what, guys? It's been rumorville all day long. So we're not just going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to talk about all the rumors that's going around Knicks Nation. All right, so stay tuned for the show. Sit back relax get hype because the knicks are in seventh place in the east and we won our last game god damn it oh. let's go before we get into the details of the game and the rumors and all of that i need to introduce my guys first and foremost um we have uh mr reliable is the man the myth the legend the guy the stats and the facts ryan g in the building let's go damn right we in this building all right and of course, you already know this man. I call him the raw metaphor. Uh, it is my man from the YouTube channel across the street. It is the raw Hebrew remnant. What's going on, raw? That would be fifth in the east to you, sir. Fifth oh, fifth in, in the <laughs> wait, fifth <laughs> in the east? We tied for fifth. Tied for fifth in the east. Okay, I'm I'm seeing. Well, you know what? NBA and ESPN they all have these little different rankings. The last one, yeah, yeah they all five hundred seven. Yeah, Charlotte Which, on it. And uh, and uh, who else? Who was the other? We tied with Miami. I know me. Miami, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And we all half a game behind Atlanta. We on they behind. We on they. Mm, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. Don't want to the sponsors, but we on that. All right. <laughs> all right. Cool. So you know what the Knicks? All right. We started out well. All right. Um. Listen. Something happened. We already know. Elf has come off the shelf. Right. <laughs> so for today's game. We've shelved Frank. We shelved Emmanuel quickly. Alfred Payton started. And um, you know, he 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 seemed to pass a little bit more than he usually does. Um Russell, what did you think about Elf's performance, Raw, and how he led or not yet led this first unit in that first quarter of the Wizards game? Um Elf is like that kid that you can't get rid of. So i you know, I'd rather not. <laughs> so we gotta live with him that's Tibbs's boy so we gotta live with him I'd rather not but it is what it is so as far as his performance eh, I mean to me he looked like he was not fully healthy to me it didn't look like he was fully back he was trying he was really put, you know he was pressing a little bit he was ginger he was walking gingerly nah he was a little <laughs> stiff on some of his moves he was a little bit stiff he was pressing a little bit but um, you know I mean he didn't hurt us right but so, so. with the Wizards there, they're not going to really hurt us. They, I mean, they haven't really hurt much of anything right. this year. Right. And, right. And, and, and how can I give a broad pick to um, anybody who was a broadcaster who thought that we should bring 
uh, Brody to the Knicks. Bruh. I'm, I, that was absolutely oh, worth it. Oh, yeah. Turnover okay. between him. Where, where are the knuckleheads at now? I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're eating their words. They're eating their words. <laughs> oh, wait. They're in the ESPN. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to Alan. Yeah, shout. Out. <laughs> Alan's my guy. Then, that was my guy. Yeah, though. yeah. And because uh, Wally, Wally World was on that train too. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah, yo, Ryan. So how would you feel about that first quarter or or the Elf in, coming off the shelf in that first quarter for the Knicks? I think um, Raw pretty much said it. He was pressing that first quarter. Um, it seemed like he was trying to force the issue a lot, trying to get into the paint, trying to make something happen. You know, he wasn't really trying to pass the ball. You know, he was just, you know, full speed and full steam ahead trying to create. So, you know, it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like, you know, with Elf coming back, you know, he's going to get inserted back to the starting lineup, especially with Rose not being there. So you have to just live with it as a Knicks fan. It is what it is. But I didn't like Elf's performance in the first quarter. Like, I was ready to bench the dude. <laughs> I, was like, yo, I was like, yo, get yo, get him out the game with somebody. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't like like his performance, I, I feel like as the game went on, mm-hmm. he kind of stopped pressing and started to make plays like we thought that he would do when he first came to the Knicks. But in that first quarter, he was just it, it wasn't a good look in the first quarter. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, Alfred Payton, he only played 21 minutes this game. Um, the four assists were actually kind of high for him considering it's only 21 minutes. I did like um, the alley oops he was throwing, um, he, although he did kind of ignore RJ for the most part, but I do feel like there was some type of synergy between him and the bigs for, for, you know, a little bit anyway. Um, Not overly so. But for me, when it came to Elf, the play of the game really was was the alley-oop, right? Like, that was the thing. The alley-oop at the end of the second quarter um, when it was kind of like a a pick and roll and Mitch just comes back. He has a weird ankle injury thing and you see that he's able to get off the ground. He throws it up to Mitch for an easy dunk and to me that was the best part of elf's game to me (laughs) you know (laughs) but um anything to say speaking of me let's let's, let's, let's put that in the end let's put put that on the backboard and talk about julius randall my man with a career high seven of ten from three um, seemingly a flamethrower. He scored like three consecutive threes in the third quarter. He was doing heat checks. Um, he was schooling these kids. What did you say about Julius Randle's impact on this game? Um, yeah, like his performance was just crazy. Like I thought, I thought, like the way he was going, I thought he was going to drop fifty. Honestly, the way he was going in that third quarter, I, th- I believe if it was like, if it was a close game, he would have got to the fifty point mark. But it's, but it just you know the game got out of hand. The Knicks were up by like thirty after a while, so you know there was no need for Julius to really you know score the way he was scoring early in the game. But it's it's just crazy to see like this guy's growth this season and how he's turning into an all NBA player and things of that nature and. I mean, that's all I can really say. Like, my guy was on fire. Like, it was like anything he threw up, it was wet. It was water. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think, I don't know. Like, we've been looking for a stretch for this entire time, and Julius Randle just been here killing it. He's actually, his, his shooting has raised tremendously. Um, he's actually, I saw something on Cleaning the Glass that said he's shooting 43% from three at this point. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Which is like insane, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I know on a regular season right now they have they have it at forty one percent. But I think cleaning the glass kind of cleans it up and and only counts like certain percentages, like takes out garbage time and other parts. So 
as of now for Julius Randle, like if you're looking at um his stats, you'll see all three from the all three we have a 91st percentile at 43% for Julius Randle. Um, also, we have all mid 40, 64%, 64% tile from the all mid and the 76 percentile from the short mid as, mm-hmm. as of now. So Julius mm-hmm. Randle killing it, man, killing it, man. He's he's doing his thing for sure. Um, any there's nothing really much bad to say about this game, really. Um, the only the most interesting to me thing about this game to me was that Alec Burks was the first person off the bench to play the point guard. And it wasn't a Frank Lilikina and it wasn't an Emmanuel quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it was more of a defensive thing because you know, the size of, of Russell Westbrook is something to contain with him. And, and we all saw that Alec Burks was one of those people who closed in that Knicks 76ers game. So maybe that had a lot to do with it. Um, but at the end of the day, he did pretty well for himself. He scored 20 points, and he's looking like he he's sliding into more of that a backup point guard role for Tom Thibodeau. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I think to me, when I saw that, that was a sign to me that they were trading Frank, to me, when I saw that. Because um, I didn't see – when Frank didn't come in, they're playing Russell Westbrook and um, Bradley Beal. And Frank could lock both of those guys up. You know, so they didn't put they didn't put him in at all. So I was like, either Frank's hurt or they're trading him. Right. And I came to the conclusion they're trading him. So so I think that's what's going on at that point. But um, the, I do have one criticism of the game, and Tibbs caught it. See, when you become a, a a really good team, the Knicks are coming from being a bad team to now becoming a good team. Right. But when you go to the next level, you play forty eight minutes of good basketball. You don't slack off because you're up thirty. The, the bench would come in and then your, 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 your garbage time players come in and they're going to play hard too, but they're garbage time players. Right. But you don't start laughing and slacking off and forcing stuff when you're up 30. You got to play 48 minutes of basketball. And that's what Tips is saying. The game is 48 minutes long. Play the game for 48 minutes. Don't don't play for, for 30, whatever. So that's my only... And Tips caught it because... Yeah, he, he did. He, and that's yeah. what he was on Tips because he's going to yeah. call you out on it. He called it out on it and, and that's he was absolutely correct because that's the next... We have done this. We were blowing somebody else out earlier this year and did the same thing and they came back. We, we can't do that. We can't do that because it's the NBA. Anything can happen, but it's just on a being professional level, being being execution execution wise. You got to just finish it out. Let let the the garbage players come in and let them do their thing, and then you can sit on the sideline and laugh. But don't be in the game messing around like that. Yeah, and no, I agree with you because at, at some point in the game, right, the Knicks, um, we they only scored the Wizards only scored eighteen points in that second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the defense they 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 played on them. They they were doubling they were doubling Bill pretty early and the rotations were really sharp and that led to that only 18 points in that second quarter. But you're right, Raw. They got very comfortable mm-hmm. for the rest of that game. Mm-hmm. And they really didn't put it in the effort on the defensive end. And you know, unfortunately we ended up having Julius Randle having to play, come back in and kind of have to play that fourth quarter a little bit. And we he wished we decided out because you know he's been leading. He's been leading the league in minutes, or his second leading the league in minutes. So um, you're definitely right. We have to shorten that up. But mm-hmm. also, you know, it's like the bench, man. Sometimes the bench is a little shaky. Uh, you, you see how um, lately, 
we've had RJ Barrett kind of like stutter, uh, stagger the minutes. I feel like RJ Barrett's minutes have been going up lately, if, if you've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's been running more with the second unit. And so um, I think he tried to like prolong the lead and see if he can hold it off by himself. And then when he took him out and then it was the second unit, the league started to dwindle and he wasn't happy about it. And then you saw Randall back in again. And, you know, the thing about pulling Randall back in was you saw Obi's face. Obi looked like he lost his puppy, man. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he get, you know, he, you know, guy was player of the year last year in college. You know, everybody was talking about number one. I myself thought he was very NBA ready. Mm-hmm. He, he has really not been NBA ready this year, and he's he's looked lost on a number of occasions. Um, a part of it is not his fault. I mean, nobody knew that Julius Randle was going to be an all-star this year and be this good. I mean, I mean, shooting over 40% from three, who would have thought that Julius Randle was going to do that? So, yeah, nobody. Uh, nobody really thought that. And, and they were they let it be known last spring that they were looking for a stretch four, letting Julius, to me, know, listen, we're going to move you. So I thought for sure they brought in Obi for that heir apparent role, and now he's not getting any minutes. And, he, and you, can't, you can't expect him to get any rhythm getting eight minutes a game. You, you just, that's not fair. So yeah. he, he's not, this is not, I, you know, again, I hate to say it, but that's another possible trade piece. Yeah, man. And it's funny because, you know, me and we, we, we talked about this earlier. We talked about this early. And um, it's funny because when I was doing the the other Knicks fan TV show, like we was talking about trading Julius Randle here um, for a second. And, Saying it out loud was like was messing with my stomach. <laughs> it was messing with my stomach because we started talking about trade scenarios, and I was like, "You're raw. You might not like this, but <laughs> like, cause you know, it's it's your head and your heart. As a Knicks fan, you you believe you love players in your heart because you vaffed them. He's a New York guy. Right. He's tearing up, and you're like, "Yes, oh, but we champion him. We want him here. Yeah. But so you want you want to root for the guy, and I still root for the guy. But the, but if if you if you just follow the NBA, if you take if you just t- take your emotions out of it and follow the NBA, you'll see there's a trend when there's two of the same player in position, and one is way better than the other. How it always happens that the guy under him is move for a, a pick or something that happens yep. a lot. Yep. Look at yep. the nuggets. Look at like, it happens a lot. Yep. So I would not be surprised if that happened now, you know, Obi has a summer, he has a summer to get better. Um, has a summer to get better to, to get some reps in. I don't think he's going to be a bad player at all. I, I still believe Odie is Obi is going to beast. So, so when we saying this, people and people are getting mad. I'm not saying Obi is 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 a bad player. I think he's going to beast. It's just that Julius Randle right now, he really he what what flaw does he have to his game? Who Julius Randle? He re- like he is his, his yeah, he's yeah he's improved dramatically, man. It's, it's, not, hard, it's, it's not, hard to pick out a flaw. Like he has not, flaws, it's but not just, it's not just even that he's all star, which is bad enough. But he's only twenty six. Right, he's, he's only twenty six. Four five more years of him. Right, and if you were to nitpick to me the flaws he has in this game is you know the turnovers, um, his passing has gotten better, but he's not like a. He's not like a savant passer, right? The passes, the assists he gets are like through, through, through like curls and mm, double teams. He's, he's going to get better. That's the thing. 
He's going to get better. Exactly, Roy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's but he can, get, thing. he can get better. He can get yeah. better. So we, when you consider all that stuff together, um, then you can kind of look at the tea leaves and go, well, this might happen. This might. He might yeah. be a, a piece at the end. It's, like I know? said, if, yeah. if, if, if my man Obi, first of all, let me just say this. I think Obi's going to be a star. Eventually, yeah. this guy's going to blow up and he's going to become a monster. I, I believe that. Right. But at this, see, if he was 19, like if he got drafted, he's 19 or uh, 20. Okay, you could let him sit and develop another two or three years, you know, while you have Julius dominating. Right. But he first just turned 23 years old. Yeah. He's got to play. He's got to play. And the Knicks drafted him to play. He's but got, yeah. nobody knew this was going to happen. So you have to, I think you almost have to move him. You just have to. For his sake, you have to move him. And it's more about, it's, it's all about timelines. Yeah. It's all about yeah. timelines. Because once you establish somebody who's 26, 25, 26, and, and he's this good, you're saying right. at this point, all right, the time is now. Remember, we got Melo around 26, 27. You have this year window. So in your mind, you're saying, all right, cool. You have maybe four years, four to five years to see if we can do something, right? And at the same time, these Knicks, they're trying to they're trying to balance developing people um, and playing Julius Randle. So it's a balance because you don't want to go all the way. You, know, you don't want to go all the way left or right. That's why you have Brock out here to, to kind of manage that thing. Right, so when you when you think about that, that's when you start to that's when you start to look at the whole picture as a whole and go, all right, who's going to develop at a quicker right. a quick rate that we can keep around long term? Who that's might right. take longer than we think, and we maybe we have to move to bring a piece um, here that we can't that we won't be able to waste um, the prime years of Randall and and RJ because I feel like RJ is coming too. We all see see RJ's been averaging what. 20 points a game over his last 12 games, five rebounds, three assists, Hit shooting problem, 56% from the fifth. Yeah, he's, oh. he's killing it. <laughs> he's killing it. <laughs> he's, he's killing it. So um, you definitely have to consider that. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say about this this game. Anything else you want to talk about when it comes to this Wizards game? Because, I mean, to me, the big storylines have been um, Alec Burks coming off the bench starting uh, – you know, Frank came in at garbage time too, so maybe he's on the trade block, maybe he's not. I don't know. We saw <laughs> we saw somebody we saw something on Twitter that said he's supposed to be um teaching kids some basic skills next week for the junior Knicks. So maybe they're keeping I don't know. I don't know what that means. Or maybe that was booked in December. Who knows? <laughs> maybe you're flying from New Orleans to do that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> all right, God. Maybe, but um any anything else you guys want to discuss that comes to this Wizards game? I mean, not really. It was just a great performance by the Knicks. The Knicks did what they had to do. The Wizards yeah. are one of the worst teams in the East. The Knicks beat up on them, and hopefully, beat uh, hopefully that they'll be able to carry that over the Thursday. Beat up on them again, absolutely. And get a two game win streak. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, for the first time in a long time, the Knicks did what we're supposed to do. Um, no, actually, we'll be doing it more and more this year. This is why we're mm-hmm. a decent team, and yeah. we have them coming up again tomorrow. We will be doing a post game tomorrow, so. Well, come back. Say hi. We'll be doing a post game tomorrow night right after the Wizards game, and we'll be breaking down the game as well. And hopefully it will be, you know, um, you know, maybe a post game slash look who's here now, you know? <laughs> it might be one of those situations. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so definitely check the post game tomorrow when we break down the Knicks versus Wizards game as well. Cool. 
All right, cool. Now, now we got that out the way. We're going to get into the rumors. We're going to get into all the cool stuff. But before we even hit that, let's, let's hit these super chats because y'all, y'all showing out today, man. Uh, definitely showing out today. First and foremost, $10 super chat from Michael Parker says salute to Jay Ellis and the esteemed. Oh, we esteemed today, guys. <laughs> esteemed. <laughs> we, we, we esteemed. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the esteemed panel. Salute to the chat and the mods. Let's go, Lonzo. Yes, yes. All right. Yo, shout out to Jeff Stevens. The final super chat says Julius looked like Melo last night for sure. Yo, there's been like this debate about who's better, Julius Randle or, or Carmelo Anthony, and that thing is so hilarious to me. Yes, why, oh, would they, why is that even a conversation? <laughs> yeah, because Julius plays offense and defense, and Melo, they're using this opportunity yeah. to, to, to crap on Melo a little bit. But I appreciate Melo everything he's done. But I don't want to crap on Melo just to raise Julius up. And, and also, yeah, no, nah, I just want to throw it right quick, and Go people ahead. got to remember too that you know when Melo was in his prime, he was considered possibly the best offensive player in the NBA at that time. So right, right. right. <laughs> so you forget Melo is a multiple time All Star. I mean, yeah. multiple, multiple, time multiple All-Star. time All Star. Yeah, that too. Exactly. But, you know, when he gets when he gets sixty in the game, you know, then we talk. Yeah, exactly. He's done it for longer. That's that's my that's always been my argument. He's done it for way longer, way more consistently. So yeah, and then on top of that, he's also a first ballot Hall of Famer too when that time comes. Yeah, so yeah, and he has he did bring Denver to the Western Conference Finals. Exactly. So when he can do it for longer stretches of time, then it will big up Melo and all that stuff. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean Randall. Randall. People are putting too much. Like some people are criticizing Randall because he can't do certain things right now. This is the first year that he's coming into his own. You got to give him a little time. You know, he's just coming into this le- this level of play. Yeah. Now you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. And he can get better, guys. He can actually mm-hmm. get better. If, mm-hmm. uh, if he got better this year, maybe imagine next year. If people around, if Kenny Payne and those guys are still around, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you're looking around the league, uh, they're trying to pilfer our guys, man. I've, I've seen... Yeah. <laughs> I, I seen Kenny Payne. He's up for a job in uh with the Paul. Yeah, the Paul. Yeah. Johnny Bryan is also up for a coaching job, um, in for college. Brock Aller, I've heard he's being considered to be a GM for the Cavs. And Payton too. Uh, uh, not Payton. Um, what's his name? Woodson. Yeah, Woodson. Indiana wants him for the head coach. Yep. So they're trying to really decimate our team. So they're trying their best. <laughs> Dolan man, world, 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 world wide west. Shut out the world yeah. wide west. Somebody get in their ear and tell them to throw the bag at all of them. I don't care exactly. what we need Keep to do, crew, baby. Keep the crew. Dolan, together. open the purse. Open the safe. Please. Open the safe. Please, <laughs> please do it, man. Oh, man. For our whole coaching staff. Sad facts, facts. Shout out to Robert Paris who sends a four ninety nine super chat. Yo, shout out to you, Robert. Robert, he sent um he sent like a PayPal uh super chat yesterday too. So I didn't. I definitely saw that. So shout out to you, Robert. He says some Knicks are gonna be packing tomorrow. Sad face. He's right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yep. unfortunately, we'll see. We'll see. This is why we need to have the Frank High party last week because we don't know. That might have been the last one, but we're going to see. <laughs> right. We're going to see. All right. Ella sends a $10 super chat from Canada. What's going on, Ella? Ella is my guy right now, right? He says, I want to start a KOT trend where we can donate and set up a system where you can call in and talk Knicks with Jay Ellis and his crew. This is the best show for Knicks content. Free Iggy. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. That's a good suggestion. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. 
that is a great suggestion, Iggy. That is a great suggestion. But um, I'll just say we 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 working, Iggy. We working. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's yes, all sir. I have to say, Iggy. <laughs> is we working? So you might get what you wished wish for. All right. So stay tuned for that. All right. JT Riddick, he says he sends a fourteen ninety nine super chat. He says, Illa hit it right on the head. Illa hit it right on the money. Let's support this channel so we can gauge more the KOT salute. So yeah, shout out to you, JT Riddick, man, and shout out to everybody who supports KOT show. All the next content creators out here, all love. Is the support from the KOT show has not been um has not gone unnoticed. So I really appreciate everybody who supports us on here on twitter on instagram and all the places that you see us all right so shout out to everybody all right and also danny thomas is the final super chat says love to trade for doug mcdermott okay bring bring a dougie fresh back bring dougie (laughs) fresh back it's funny if you listen to the kot show from back in the day we had like an old doug uh doug mcdermott drop it was funny yeah the whole like a little teacher teach me how to dougie we had a whole it was funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah man he's all he wants doug mcdermott he wants lonzo he wants bijaka he wants everybody man so shout out to danny danny thomas um oh let's we'll start there what do you think about those guys i mean doug mcdermott is is a six man of the, it seems like it seems like you know what let me stop it right there I'm gonna head back to that question because we'll, we'll we'll start with the big fish. We'll start with the big fish. Right? I was gonna say there's some guys I'd rather have before him. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yes. Yes. There are other guys on Indiana that I would rather have before <laughs> Doug McDermott. I, I, I think I'd, I'd rather even take Evan Fournier before Doug McDermott. Yeah, I agree with that as well. I agree with yeah. that as well. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Arthur. You know what? Let's talk about Evan Fournier, man, because Evan Fournier has been in the news. Um, the Knicks have been the Knicks for, first and foremost we talked with the Orlando Magic earlier because we played that we played that team a little bit earlier and um, the talk was that you know we were interested in getting Evan Fournier from the Magic now the Magic seemed to be they're, they, they're dropping like stones I remember last a few weeks ago Raw I think you were the first person I actually heard mention Terrence Ross mm-hmm. um um, but and just the magic in general, just because they position they're in. But um, how would you feel about Evan Fournier coming to the Knicks? Um, Raw Ryan, whatever, whichever one you want to take this one. Well, I, I would bring. I'm gonna let Ryan because Ryan kind of we kind of speak in the same language on that one. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Ryan. like Fournier is one of those players that like he's one of those players that just fits in seamlessly. Like he's not a player that's going to demand the ball. He's a player that can shoot the three, which, you know, Knicks needs shooting. Yeah. So he provides space from that standpoint. He averages what around 19.3 points a game. He averages like what, 18 points a game with Orlando, like yeah, around like, there. In that 17 and 19. Yeah, 17, 18 point range. So, you know, I feel like 40 is one. And then on top of that, like, you know, because you know, the Knicks aren't trying to, you know, give up a lot of assets for any player right. before this trade deadline. And Fournier is probably one of the players that's going to actually be cheap. It's not going to take much to bring Fournier to the Knicks. So first of all, Fournier looks like a, first he looks like a, an option that's going to be pretty easy for the Knicks to get number one. And number two, he's going to provide extra scoring, provide that extra three, you know, that better shooting from three point range. And, you know, he's going to be a good addition to the Knicks. So I'd be on board to get Fournier here. Not, not only that, it, you know, any player we're talking about, what the real issue is, is what is that going to cost? Exactly. Rolls yeah. in my mind. So, so, so we Rose. really, you know, <laughs> a lot of guys we could get, 
But the question is, what do we have to pay to get them? So if we can get Fournier, let's say, for the Detroit second, that's that what we want to look at. You know, so so it depends. Now, if they're asking for multiple draft picks or something, that's eh, a little bit too rich. But uh, if, if we can get Fournier for maybe a second, you know, maybe that Detroit second, um, I can't really think of a player I would give up for him unless they wanted Frank uh, with, with the Detroit second because the reason is because Orlando now they have both faults and they have Quentin both hurt right, right. now. Yep, you know, so they don't really have a point guard. And with those two guys coming back with Frank, that's a good little nucleus you have going next year, especially with the defense Frank brings. So they might want that. And and, and Fournier with the with the Detroit second, you know, I think that would be a good price uh, to get him. But you know, again, it depends on what we're any player we're talking about. There's a lot of that will help us, but if we pay too much, it hurts us. Exactly. I guess the question for me is: Would you pay a first for Fournier? No. No, I would. You wouldn't. Well, you, what about you, Brian? I wouldn't do it for Fournier. Yeah, first round pick. I, I don't feel like he's that much of an impact player for me to want to give up a first round pick for him. So I would try to go second second round pick and a young asset for me yeah. to yeah. bring Fournier. Like in. Second is a is a good asset to trade for him. I uh, you know what it is. I agree with you. And the thing is, okay, he's an expiring contract. That's 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 one thing we have to you have to talk. Is he about. expiring this year? Well, he's already. And I think what would happen in that scenario if the Knicks were to get him, they would need assurances that he's going to resign. Exactly. So he's an expiring contract. He's his, it's his last year, 2020-2021 season. He's costing seventeen million right now. Um, but at, at this point, he's well, he's 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 shooting pretty well. He's giving you like nineteen points a game. Right, he's giving you 19 points a game. Hold on, I'm 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 gonna pull up his. And he's name. available because he's made it known to Orlando he's not going to resign with them. Right, he's giving you 19 points a game. If you look at his three, he's shooting 39 from three, something that we, we you know we need. Yeah. But um, also you know Reggie Bullock, for all for what it's worth, Reggie Bullock has been hitting the three at a more consistent rate. Um, after this All Star break. Mm-hmm. Which you know it, it makes it you know it makes it then go it makes you think well wait do we need him that much as much but the thing what that Evan Fournier gives you that Reggie doesn't is he gives you a little bit more extra playmaking as well yeah for, it, it's I mean you know Tibbs loves Bullock so he's not giving up Bullock I would see them see uh, sending a Burks than Bullock because he loves Bullock Bullock is like with Derrick Rose with him now he loves this guy now if you do that if you do Burks in a second. Maybe they'll go. I don't know. Maybe they can say because he's an expiring contract anyway. Or yeah, maybe he's expiring also. So maybe they'll go for that. Or maybe, instead of a young piece, and maybe if the, if you want to use a young piece, use that in another deal somewhere. But that, maybe that can make sense. I'm not sure if they would like that. But he's such a Spurks is such a small contract that maybe they wouldn't even care to. It kind of be like a, a salary shed for them, you know. Yeah. And if yeah. they like, if they if you trade for him and then cut him and then he can join the team. Right. Um, for a play, whoever uh, he wants. You can join yeah. a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can probably see something like that where they shed salary to get an asset and they don't have to worry about re-signing him for the next year. So right. some, something like that, I can see working out for the Knicks. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I like it because then you have, you know, he's a solid shooting guard, man. I mean, Evan Fournier is a shot. He's not a, a guy that can play the three, but he can definitely shoot the ball from the two spot. He's a solid two. And the good thing, that's why we got RJ. RJ's a wing. He could play three or two. Exactly. He can play three or two. Exactly. Exactly. So 
I like I like the Fournier thing, man. I wonder how much, you know, I wonder what the trade market is looking for them because I feel like they're on fire sale. I wonder who's first off the market because they, they have they're trying to get rid of him, possibly Terrence Ross, um, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon, yeah, yeah, and all those guys. So um, it'll be interesting to see what their haul is and mm-hmm. if we can just pull off getting a second for him and keep it moving. Because I guarantee, I, I guarantee you, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier are not going to be on that team after tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you there. Um, you know what? And let's keep this push. I know everybody wants to talk about this guy. It's it's Lonzo Ball <laughs> has just dominated like the news the news cycle for a, a while. Um, it's been rumored that the Knicks are interested in Rob, Rob, um, Lonzo Ball. I know Ian Beckley has been talking about that recently. And he's I've also been a rumor that um, the Knicks might be interested in taking Eric Bledsoe along with Lonzo Ball. Um, and maybe maybe actually looking for a third team to take on Eric Bledsoe as well instead of just outright taking them. Now, according to Ian Begley. That part, that little wrinkle in the rumors is just, it hasn't really been confirmed. That still is just a rumor. So it has not been confirmed by SNY. But the rumor is that since the, the Knicks aren't really looking to take on Eric Bledsoe, but they're trying to see if another team can take his contract. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Now the Knicks, you know, as you know, the Knicks, they have around 15 million in cash space. I, th- I think it was 17 million at a point, but I think it might it might have shrunk. Maybe because of Julius Randle's. Um, you know, Julius Randle did have a bonus for making the All Star game. Yeah, a two million dollar bonus. So maybe the cap shrank from 17 million to, to 15. Um, so that could be it. So, of course, remember, they'll be sending out assets also. Exactly, we might be sending out assets also. So you know, according to Ian Begley, no matter what. Something will probably happen just because we have the cap space. So we probably will be just taking on the contract in general, even if we don't make a move to make a push for the playoffs. Um, So I guess first question is for you guys. This whole notion of pairing Lonzo Ball in conjunction with Eric Bledsoe. Are you okay with taking both of these guys on? Financially, the Knicks could do it, but I don't think it works pairing-wise. Because, okay, first let's talk about what would New Orleans want. And the reason I'm taking this seriously, as you as you mentioned, is because Ian Begley said Leon Rose is very interested in Lonzo Ball. So, and Lonzo Ball is mutually inst- interested in the Knicks. Right, right. I, w- I just want to add to it. Um, in the Ian Begley article, he also mentioned that... Um, the, the front office isn't exactly all in. There's people who are against it and people are for it. Not everybody feel like Alonzo Ball is the point guard of the future. So okay. that could, that can, um, that will know, definitely, yeah, that will definitely, uh, that would make it, that would definitely make it. Right. But yeah, continue, Ro. So it, it depends on who in the front office. If it's Leon Rose is the guy. So if Leon Rose says we want him, they're going to get him. But, and especially if Ball wants to come to New York. Now, the thing is, is that what does New Orleans want? New Orleans wants to attach Eric Bledsoe to get that contract out of their face. So exactly. Uh, so we would have to send assets. 
I, and again, I'm looking at Frank probably, and we're probably looking at another asset. I don't think they're going to let Kevin Knox go this year, um, but I'm thinking it might be Obi. They might be sending Obi out, and and, and or a guy like a Burks. But they, that's the contracts they'll send out. We have once you do something like that, you have the space to take in Bledsoe. But where is Bledsoe going to play? I mean, you got. Now you got Alfred Payton, you got Derrick Rose, you got Emmanuel Quickly, and then you'd have Bledsoe, and then you have Lonzo. You have a problem with that. So they would. That's why I read that the Knicks are looking for a third team to take on Bledsoe. So right. um, I, you know, if that's the case, then they they could do that. Now, this is a really tricky situation. We got the right front office for this situation because we could wait till the offseason and try to you know get Lonzo then. Right. And, and, and it's a game of chicken at that point. You know, we could we could do a serious contract for the kid and then force New Orleans to match it, you know, and and try to, you know, do something like that. But that's a whole different thing. So it's a, it's a it's a chess game right now. And I like the chess players we got. Yeah, man. We have the best minds in the business, man, and Brock Aller and these man who's who who's they are they are here to manage assets. That's what they do, man. They, mm-hmm. He was called an evil genius before he got right. here for a reason, you know. Cleveland don't have him yet. Cleveland don't have him yet. The Cleveland don't have him. He is still ours, goddamn it. That's no right. one. He's That's still right. here. That's right. Um, yo, and just another thing to consider, right? When you're talking about um, Eric Bledsoe, is his his contract because I know people are like his contract is too much. Um, but if you take a look, I'm seeing, trying to do this live right now. If you take a look at Eric Bledsoe's contract, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say he has a few years left on his contract, and some people are just like, I don't want to do it because of no, the years. No, he don't have a few years. He got one year left. That's it. Exactly. That's the, and that's what I'm getting at, Rome. We have he has the rest of this season, which is at 16 million. Um, he has next season, which is 18 million. Um, but the following scene, if you see, I do this little highlight right there. It says partially guaranteed. That's right. For three million, for three. Yeah. Uh, so that last year isn't really no, crazy. For, four, so basically, people, it's four million. That's it. Basically, it's four million. Pretty much yeah. damn near like a, a, a freaking mid-level ex- exception or whatever. Right. So, yeah, uh, you got to take that in consideration. Take in consideration that he is a better basketball player than Alfred Payton as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's better than Payton. Yeah, for sure, for sure, um, for sure. Just because he can shoot, it just makes him better. <laughs> like, just just yeah. fear, the mere shot that he can hit a three makes him better. And not only that, he's a Kentucky guy. Right. But the thing is, for me, it's, it just seems like, all right, they're trying to get away with murder, right? The Pelicans are trying to get it. Like, they're because they're, what happens is when you're doing a salary dump like that and you don't want a contract, you usually have to attach it first. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, my mom. This my is going to be interesting, man. This is going to be really interesting to see how this pulls off. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I'm like, all right, if you're going to give me Bledsoe, I'm I'm going to try to separate that deal, man. If I'm if it's me personally, I don't know. I'm no, actually, yeah, no. The Knicks hmm. obviously don't want Bledsoe. They want Lonzo Ball. So it, it's only because New Orleans wants to attach Bledsoe to the deal. That's the only reason that it's still you know we're talking about him. The Knicks don't want Bledsoe, but it's it's either you know if you want Ball now, then you know you're going. They may want you to take Bledsoe, which right. is why it makes sense. The Knicks are looking for a third team. Exactly, exactly. I guess my question is, how much leverage do they really have? Is the question to me. I think it shrinks as we get closer to the summer. That's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. So it's like if you're looking at our competition, right? Like our competition is the Clippers, who don't really have any much assets. They don't have they have a they don't have a first round pick until 2027. Right, <laughs> they gave away everything, man. Um, I think Oklahoma City's got all their first round picks. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think Denver has been rumored to be one to be interested. We we know Ball wants to come to New York. I do kind of take Chicago seriously, though. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, they they if they want him, they can definitely be in the in the conversation. But I think what's going to sway us is we're headed to the playoffs. I'm not sure Chicago is. Right, right. So you're so you're you're betting what you're saying is you're betting on the fact that even if Chicago does make the trade, that um, he you feel like he won't resign. It's not guaranteed that he'll resign because he if he if he if the Knicks are going to be in the playoffs, which I believe they will, and they're one point guard away, and they want him and he wants them, all the stars are aligned for him to come to New York. Right. So. Like if 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 Chicago believes that, and Lonzo believes that, at that point maybe the Knicks play hardball. You know, maybe we the Knicks play hardball and go. I'm not taking Bledsoe. I'll do like a Knox. Yeah, no, we we. And, I don't think they're trading Knox because he's a Kentucky guy. I think he's going to stay another year. If anything, they'll trade Obi before they trade Knox. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll trade over before they trade. Knox is a I'm young. These Kentucky dudes got hard blunts in New York, man. I'm trying to tell you, they're not going nowhere. <laughs> I mean, they, they, got, they, they got love in the in the front office, on the coach, on the bench, everything. They got all kind of love the Kentucky dudes. So I think I think Knox stays into the end of next season, and and, and just because he's coming out of the Kentucky program, he's not going anywhere. As much as he, they, you know, in normal situations, I would say yeah, possible, but no. No, Obi is the one that might go first, and and not only that, they already t- did. You read Berman talking about you know Obi's minutes are going to be given to Knox. Ah, uh, listen, oh. man, is that is that speculation or is that truth? He claimed. Well, I heard what Tibbs said. He switched. This is Berman, right? So Tibbs said we're going to see how it look. We're going to see what it works out. He said, you know, he, they asked Berman asked him, you know, you're going to give Knox more four minutes. You know, seems like Obi's struggling. And Tibbs said, well, this is typical of rookies, blah blah. But you know, he's practiced well. We're going to just see what happens. So Berman took that to mean, oh, he's going to sit Obi and play Kevin Knox. I mean, it makes sense. We talked about it on this program before. It just it it makes sense. Um, for the scheme of, for the for the full scheme of things to have Knox play the stretch four role because it's pretty much what Obi is being relegated to anyway, and he's not playing that role well. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't help that. We we can't help that. Mm-hmm. But um, just just back to this Lonzo thing. Um, man, I th- a first would definitely get it done for Lonzo straight up, but I'm I'm not sure if I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to roll the dice and play hardball. If, no, if, I, I would play if, hardball too. I would, if, I would tell them to go screw themselves, and I wait till the summer. Yeah, if Lonzo is really wants to come to New York, I would just play hardball. Um, this is deja vu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's deja vu. But the thing is, it's deja vu, but it's not the same. It's not mellow, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's no, what, yeah, you're not getting 26 year old. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not getting 26 nah. year old. As as good as Lonzo Ball is, he's a piece. 
Yeah, 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 you're right. He's a but piece. But it's the same scenario. You don't want to give up too many assets for him, whereas you might be able to sign him, especially if he's making it known he wants to come to New York. And unlike Melo, Melo was threatening to sign with the Nets. Right. Do the deal, which is what forced him to do the deal. But I think I'm with you. What do you think, Brian? I said, we just wait, man. Just wait. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, um, Lonzo, is, it's a unique situation where Lonzo's going to be a free agent and the season is going to be a restricted free agent. So if a team if a team is going to bring him on, you know, you know that Lonzo's going to probably cost a first round pick. So if a team's going to give up, so if a team is going to give up a first round pick, usually that means, that, you know, they're guaranteed that the player's going to re-sign with them. So if Lonzo's going to really stay with the stance like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to sign in New York. I'm not re-signing with any other team. Then that's going to make other teams, right. you know, not want to trade for him because it's going to be a rental basically. So right. you, and you don't want to give up a first round pick for a rental. That's right. So therefore the Knicks is going to have the advantage and then it's going to be like, well, the Pelicans are either going to give him up for cheap or you end up not getting anything for him. And then you wait till free agency the thing now is that now with now with restricted free agency, teams are able to match. So if the Knicks are going to bring Lonzo in, the Knicks might have to overpay to bring him here because they're going to have to probably give him the max of some sort for you know for teams to not to be like you know what we're not going to offer him that type of contract and then he's going to sign with the Knicks. So that's the only downfall there. But if Lonzo's with, if Lonzo's on the mindset of you know what I want to come to New York and that's it then yeah, the Knicks don't have to give them no assets. The Knicks can just, you know, hold their ground and be like, well, you're going to give them to us for cheap or he, or you're just not going to get anything for him. He's going to leave at the end of the season. That's right. And not only that, honestly, I like Lonzo for the Knicks, but I'm not going to die if we don't sign him. I'm saying, I'm not, you know, it's not the end of the world if we don't get him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd like to get him. But look, if you're talking about giving me Malcolm Brogdon or somebody, if so, if these guys are available, or if I could get somebody else over the summer, you know, I, I'm not that worried about definitely got to get Lonzo Ball. If it was some superstar, I'd be like, okay, well, it's different. But I'd like to get him, but I don't want to kill myself trying to get him now. No, I feel you about that. And my thing is too, if they if they're offering every if 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 I can just get a first with with Bledsoe, I'm I'd probably do that. Probably yeah, because now, you know, you got him, you got a first, and he's going to, you know, be, be gone after a year. And, you know, you got to, exactly. and, and, you know, while Bledsoe is not a superstar, he's a quality guard. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not a slouch. Exactly, exactly. And, and my thing is, too, once you got that, then you can use that. For, that, that now you're talking, we have, um, you know, an extra first round pick to use for a bigger move later. That's what I'm yeah. really thinking about. It's exactly. That's you got another yeah. first round pick. And especially if it's a New Orleans. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Exactly. Yo, exactly, exactly. Especially talking about Brogdon. We could talk about Brogdon right now. Because that's, that's a, it's a pipe dream, maybe. I don't know if it's a pipe dream or not. Sometimes Leon, Leon Rose kind of moves in silence. He doesn't really announce all his moves, you know, <laughs> right off the bat. Just like that Gordon Hayward move, there was no news about that until like the day of. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the day of. So you don't know what's going to happen. There could be some moves in place that we have no idea. No, about. they've already. That's why I'm saying they're going to trade Frank. I think they've they've got some stuff just about worked out. So when we found out, you mentioned um, uh, Gordon Hayward. So we found out later the Knicks were willing to go three years with him. Yeah. And, and yeah. we were willing to go three years, sixty million, and then and then Charlotte comes in and blows him away with one hundred twenty million, which I'm glad Leon said, "Okay, good luck, man. Go, go. Mm-hmm. no, 
No, we're not doing that. So they're, they're all, and I like the fact that Leon keeps everything close to the vest. You're not going to hear nothing yet. Absolutely. You're not going to hear nothing. <laughs> no. Yo, you're right about that. Yo, yeah, salute to the chat, man. Junior Coromoli says a 499 Super Chat says, I'm all in for getting Lonzo in the offseason. If they got to max him, max him, because he'd be such a perfect fit for our team. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Mm, I already I'm know not, how you feel about the money, bro. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I already know how you well, feel. Well, <laughs> you know, to me, as long as it, to me, the key for me is going into 2022 with 32 million in cash space. That, that's what I want. So, okay. Oh, you got a specific number. You know, we got 69 now, almost 69 and a half. Okay, whatever we do, whatever, whatever, just make sure at the end of 2022, we have 32 million left because Zach Levine's on the market in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I definitely want to, you know, and then, and then as a lesser extent, TJ Warren's on the market 2022. So I, I, there's a few players that I'm interested in. Number one would be Zach Levine. So I want to make sure that we're available to sign him to a max contract in 2022. I feel you. I feel you. Or... Or, you know, say we get that first round pick for Bledsoe, then we have an extra pick, then we'd be able to package it for the disgruntled star. We get them here earlier. You, know? you might. You and know, then you can go over the yeah, cap. You can go over the cap and sign them. You can go, you I'm know. just thinking ahead for that. I I'm feel not, you. I feel you know, you. everything we're doing now, as long as that is preserved, that opportunity is preserved, I want Zach Levine. If I could get Zach Levine from Chicago as a free agent in 2022, fine. Right, right. And yeah. I think I'm still the only one not into um, Max and Lonzo. I, I think maybe I'll do 18 just because I, I heard the number. That's the number they wouldn't do. But my preferred number would be like 15 to 15 to um, around like 15, 16, 17. But if it's 18, that's a little bit over what I wanted. I'll, I'll, I'll overpay for it. I'm thinking they will pay between 18 and 22 for him. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, that will blow. Out, that's enough to blow out the competition. Yet we still preserve our cap space. Yeah, I, I got you. And that's just me in general. Because me in general, when it comes to role players and, and, and things that I like, and, and you know what? I, I realized this when we talked about um, who was a free agent last year? Fred, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet. I was the same way with Fred Van Vliet. Everybody was like, yo, give him the bag. I was just like, not nah. quite. Not that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. He's a good player. He's a nice system player, but I wouldn't give him like north of twenty in my mind. I I, I think that's the same thing I'm thinking for 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 Alonzo. But I, I I would be willing to pay a little bit over value for him. Yeah, I'm thinking Lonzo's value that much is sixteen. Right. I think he's that's his real market value. But I'm thinking for the Knicks, because again, you're right. He's a role player, but he's the type of guy. Can get better. Spot, he'll get us to the second round. Yeah. You know, with Julius and everybody, you, you combine all that together, RJ, Julius, Mitchell Robinson, and you put all that together, he'll get us to the second round. So that's why I would pay him a little bit more. Yeah, now you're right. You're right. And he can get better. He can always get better as well. Mm -hmm. And this year, people looking at his career, but this year he's shooting 76% from the line, 38% from three. Right. You know, plus he's playing, he plays good defense. So this is, you got to look at, you can't look at him as what he did three years ago when he couldn't shoot the broad side of a barn, but he's getting better. He's only 23. Yeah. Even at the rim, like he's getting better at the rim. He shoot, he's finishing around 60% from the rim. Looking at his cleanest, the glass stats, uh, 42% from the long mid range, mm -hmm. um, which mm -hmm. is, you know, pretty good, pretty good. 58th mm -hmm. percentile It's gotten, it's improving, but the three, the pre, the three point shooting is what we really need. He's shooting 39% from three. Yep. And the thing about the threes that he's shooting, um, they're, they're high volume threes. 
Yes. And that's the thing that, that I, um, that you value. Yep. Right. You, you don't value. Okay. Cool. You shoot forty percent from three, but you only take two threes a game because you know you don't. You're scared to take them or your right. release is too slow. If, right. if you're shooting that high percentage and you're giving up and you're shooting it at a seven, seven shots a game rate, like yep. you're 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 good. You're, you're good. good. And that's the same reason why people wanted to max to give um, Fred Van Vliet the bag because he was doing that. And this is the second year in a row he's done do, done that. And um, as always, when I talk about. Lonzo, shout out to CK2K. Shout out to CK2K. Yes. Every time. All right. right. <laughs> I got to give him the props. Got he was early. He was he early. Was early on that train. He was early on that train. I, I got off the train early in the year because his shooting fell off because I thought he, he turned the corner, but he got in back together. His shooting is back on, and I'm back on the train with his mm-hmm. shooting. Second year in a row, he's shooting over 39%. I'm with it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. Redman Fleet was a little older. Lonzo's 23 little older and and Lonzo would come into the situation knowing he's not like the first option Fred Van Fleet was coming in thinking he would be the man the first option so it's a different scenario Lonzo would understand he's a piece he's that piece we need to, to distribute the basketball uh and, and and hit the three so it's a different situation it's a Julius time. is still yeah. number one option RJ is still number two option and if they got an Evan Fournier or another wing they'd be number three option so he wouldn't be you know forced to be a shooter like yeah, and I just want to add something right quick before my little hiatus, a little quick, um, you know, a while ago. Um, yeah, so with Lonzo now, um, I don't know if you watch the first tape, but Magic said it perfectly. Because Stephen A. Smith was against the whole bringing in Lonzo to New York, but Magic told him perfectly, like, this is why Knicks need to get Lonzo. It's not, it's not the fact that, oh, you know, Lonzo's, you know, Lonzo's not aggressive or whatever the case may be, but it's just the fact that the Knicks, like, when you, when you watch the Knicks play offense, Mm-hmm. then it's always half-court struggle to get baskets. There's no easy baskets in the Knicks' offense. Yeah, It's like they always have to run plays and things of that nature. But if you bring in a point guard like Lonzo, right. who pushes pace, That's right. the, Knicks are get, the, the Knicks can get easier baskets. They can get baskets in transition and things of that nature. And then on top of that, Lonzo has shown that he can shoot the three. You mm-hmm. have to guard him at the three-point line. You can't just leave him open. You can't back off of him. That's right. So if you combine his court vision... The fact that he can shoot the three, <laughs> and then and then on top of that, Thibs likes defense. That's Lonzo right. plays defense on top of uh, that. Yeah, that so, exactly. Exactly. So it's like you add those things together. It's like Lonzo seems like he fits perfectly within the Knicks system. So it's yeah, like, yes. When you look at it that way, it's like you know Lonzo would be a good fit. Lonzo would be a, you know if if the Knicks can bring him in at the right price. So like why would why wouldn't you go with them? At that, New Orleans wants to give the keys to Kyra Lewis also. So yeah, that, that too. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- that being the case, that's why I, that's why we're. This is all possible. They they want to give the keys to Kyra Lewis. Nah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But you know, if yeah, that's your, your boy, JL. Yeah, that's I know that's boy. I know that's my boy. I know that's my <laughs> boy. That's right. That's and, and, and people people be hitting me. Ooh, he's not doing anything. JLSU was wrong. I was like, he's not playing, man. Calm down. Wait till he gets oh, some no, time. No. Kyra Lewis is gonna be the deal, man. Well, yeah. Wait till he gets time. I, I hate when people be judging stuff off of two games and be like, oh, he's, I know. He's... And and the kid's like what nineteen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like the young, I think he's like the youngest draftee in the league this year. Like, I know. Yeah. I think he might even be eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, calm yeah, down. but but no, you get no. Kyra Lewis is yeah. going to be the deal. He really be is he's going to be, be fine. Deal. 
and they know that in New Orleans, which is, I mean, like I said, Griffin ain't stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, when they drafted a kid like that, they know what they're doing. So, yeah, yeah. So they're they, they going to groom him. He's going to need two more seasons, you know, and then but, but then he's going to dominate. And when you get a guy like that, he's going to be what JLS wanted him to be this year. <laughs> well, yeah, well, exactly. There you go. But, you know, uh, you're salute to the chat. You're salute to the they might as well give us a first pick for Eric Bledsoe. They're trying to do that. If you're not trying to give us um, Lonzo, we got we, we got the cap room. Give us that first, man. We, we yeah. make that move later. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll maybe we'll use it in a Brogdon deal. Hey, not a Brogdon deal. Yeah. A Malcolm a Malcolm deal. There we oh, go. So what, so what you so what you trying to Knicks all be wheeling and dealing? Wheeling and dealing. That's what I'm saying. If we, if we taking that pick and now we got two or three picks, maybe we, maybe maybe we make a move for uh, hey, a Zach. That sounds Bill. like something that might satisfy Ujiri. I'm. Mm, that's Norman saying. Powell, maybe Norman Powell, maybe Ujiri takes that bag from us. Maybe that is a pick from. Hmm, let's talk about it before I before we talk about it. Let's see, let's get into the chat. A salute to the chat, man. I see I in the chat. Y'all holding it down. We've been talking, talking, talking continuously about the Knicks. I just snuck in here on the snuck. So, <laughs> I see y'all little conversations. I see you. Shout out to Rich Jim. Shout out to all the mods. Uh, Fritz Alessandor, Henry, uh, Kenan Lambert. Um, he says Obi would be unlocked with the transition ball. John Talento, G-Man for life, Verb Maker. It's popping today. Everybody in the chat. That's, that's what happens when it's, when it's rumor time, though. Gravy03. <laughs> I saw Jay. Oh, shout out to Jay Boogie. Salute to Jay Boogie in the chat. Says, Whatever we do, Rose and Tom have to be on the same page. Players are going to have to fit Tom's system. But right now, I'm working the phones. Okay. Okay. Oh, we got Jay Boogie. That's working right. the phones, working the phones, making deals happen. Phones, Let's get it, <laughs> Jay Boogie. Get it done. Get her, get her, get her done. Yeah, get it done, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and you know what? I want to, I want to hop on that too. Um, the guy that said, I think it was, um, yeah, Keenan Lambert. Obi would be unlocked with the transition ball. Like, I think that's another reason why Lonzo would be a good fit too. Because with pushing, because you have to think about it. Obi's not a stretch four. And that's how Thibs is playing him at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Obi needs to be Obi needs to be in the open court, you know, catching lobs, slamming it, and things like things of that nature. And then with Lonzo here, I think Lonzo would help Obi become unlocked, and Obi would actually be productive when he gets minutes if he's Matter on the court fact, with Lonzo. Even if you don't play him with Lonzo, if you play him in the second unit with D Rose, it would unlock him. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that would that would really be you know. Any of those moves to get one of those guys or to get Alonzo and then have a D Rose too and let them be first unit, second unit, you're going to give Obi a lot more opportunities to get easy baskets. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, shout out to, I see you. Shout out to MR1 Charlton. It says, Sixers fan here. You guys played hard the other night. Keep up the good work. Salute to you, man. Shout out to all the NBA fans who just watching just to, just to kick it off. Or, I mean, you know, it's rumor time. Everybody's into rumors, right? So, shout out to all the other NBA fans who are watching um, the Nick Time show today. All right? Cool, cool. Now, who y'all guys want to talk about now? Because I know, I I, I feel like y'all, y'all want to get into Norman Powell because y'all talk Norman about Powell, Norman Powell. Norman Powell, baby. Norman yeah, Powell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dag, beware the man coming you coming at you, giving you the shirt off his back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that is one Masai Ujiri who has ripped us off in the past. So I'm yep. wondering what is going on. Why are they getting rid of Norman Powell? I, I mean, I would love to have Norman Powell, but why? There's got to be yeah. some reason. It, it's fire sale. I think because Toronto's doing so bad this season. I think I think I'm thinking that they're thinking rebuild at the moment. I think that's why they're trying to get rid of Lowry. 
the shop in Powell and all that. I think even I got an alert just a while ago, and they said that uh, after Toronto's game tonight, Lowry was walking off the court, like, giving the peace sign or whatnot, like, as if he's oh, out. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. That's so, so. I mean, we've heard rumors of what Miami, or maybe it's Miami fans just being. Yeah, he going to Philly, man. Mm. Oh, Philly, get him. Oh, oh boy, man. if, if Philly, Philly gets Lowry, get oh boy. Oh, man. That's where he's from. He going to Philly. Yeah, Philly or Miami, but I think Philly would be the front runner. But they'd have to give up some stuff now. You playing with Maj- Masai Ujiri, he yeah. might have to give up uh, Matisse Tybel. Yeah, you're right about that. You might have to give up a Maxi. Yo, so something like that. Let's what's can we let's look at Norman Cowell's um contract too, right? Let's do that. But before you even look at Norman, Norman Powell's contract, you know what I like. I like cleaning the glass. You know, you know how you know me and cleaning <laughs> clean the, the glass. glass. Me, me and cleaning the glass are like besties, man. I stay on this on this joint right here. So I, <laughs> I, I just want to look at Norman Powell's uh cleaning the glass stats real quick. Cause like you said, the cleaning house, you have a guy in Norman Powell who's um shooting guard. Hey, we need three-point shooting. Oh, look at that. 88th percentile for a wing as a three-point shooter. Oh my gosh, man. God. Oh my Dang. god. Oh, oh my oh, oh. Uh, see, look, I see there's a glitching. I don't know what happened right now. My U button just changed. All right, cool. But so it was my point that time. Yeah, yeah. It changed the screen though. <laughs> Did that weird glitchy thing where it changed the screen. But it's cool. He's got one more year left at 11, 11.6. Right. Um, corner threes, 92 percentile at 53%. And we already know how Tom loves his corner threes. So Yes, sir. <laughs> so Norman Powell would fit perfect. She's too perfectly. So long mid-range. Um, fit for, um, 45%, 67 percentile. Yeah, he's good all over. He's good at the rim. Like I said, he's he's Alec he, Burks, he, but he's a step up. He's just a baller, yeah. yo. He's just yeah, a baller all over. That boy is good, man. So, like, you put him beside RJ, you got your wings set. You got your ring set and giving you 19.5 points a game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's your three-point percentage? You already said. Attempts, too. You know, what I see? you know what we say about the attempts, man? How many attempts do you make? He attempts 6.5 attempts a game. Woo. So, he puts him up. He's not, he's, he's not giving you two shots. And he yeah. puts him up. Yeah, he's knocking them down. He's knocking them down. So, uh, like we said, we have Brock Aller here. Um, before you make any moves and call anybody over here at Toronto, because, uh, you know, you already know what they did, how they fleeced us when we had uh, a big man here. Yeah. Bonyani. Yeah, Bar- I was trying to not say his name, Ryan. I was trying to be aloof, Ryan. That, that's even, that was even worse than KP. That was, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, boy, that was such a terrible trade. That guy could barely walk and chew gum, man. I mean, God. Exactly. Like, he, he fleeced us there. Before that, the military happened. He fleeced us with the nuggets. So when we talk about we want Norman Powell here, Proceed with caution. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Proceed with caution. Oh, oh. But I'll, uh, indigestion. Where's the Alka-Seltzer? Oh my god. Exactly. So I, with that production, I pro- I might give up a first for Norman. I'm not even gonna lie. Not, but maybe not the New Orleans first because that their that first is kind of high. What would yeah. you think? What would you think if we ended up getting Eric Bledsoe in the first and then trading for Norman Powell? What would you think? So we end up with a Bledsoe and a Powell. I wouldn't mind that. I'd be okay. That wouldn't be too bad, would it? That wouldn't be. Yeah, bad. I, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be too bad. No, I wouldn't be too bad. That'd be a good playoff team. Yeah, it would be. You know, that dangerous, be- dangerous playoff yeah. team. 
And we already know Eric Bledsoe plays defense. Tom likes defense. Um, he's a Kentucky guy. Yeah, he's Kentucky. He's a Kentucky <laughs> guy. He's a Kentucky guy. I, saw, I was reading some stats. When I was looking into Bledsoe's um, free agency before the summer hit, I was using some crazy stats. Like, he was, like, one of the top defenders at his position. I'm not sure how he's doing right now, but that's what I was reading in the summer. So, you know. Yeah, um, yeah Bledsoe's always been solid defensively. I, I feel like he's one of those players where he's kind of like Alfred Payton at times. Like, sometimes he'll be on on the defensive end, and sometimes, you know, he'll be lackadaisical. But for the most part, he's solid. He's solid. Yeah. He's a solid kid, man. So, I mean – you know, and uh, and he's we got we got we would basically be into him for twenty two million over the next twelve months. Basically. Right. So that that would be that would be the deal. And people are saying, look at his stats. So I'm I'm a look up. I'm gonna pick up his stats real quick for the people who want to look for it. But the thing, and here's the thing about Bledsoe. Like I know we're talking at him like he's like the the next coming of Cole, of like uh, you know Jordan or whatever. But listen, the thing is. He has not been producing at the high rate that he used to, and I, under, I do understand. Yeah, that. this is not the Phoenix. Yeah, Suns, Eric yeah. This is, so I don't want to talk him up like he's just like he he's just you know no, no, Jesus no. Shuttlesworth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's right. No, he definitely definitely not. But he, he he's just a slightly better. He's like a slight a slight very slight upgrade. Better than Alfred Payton. Right. He's better than Alfred Payton. Um, and also, he's kind of like a, a trade asset. Yep. In a year. Yeah. So even he's though you're overpaying for him, field. yeah. That's even right. though we're overpaying for him, you can kind of flip him. Not if we're getting a first. If we can get a first, especially you know, New Orleans got a lot of firsts from the Lakers. Well, they got they got they collected a lot of firsts for Anthony Davis. Right. So if we can get a first and we can get that'd be a low first rounder. Remember, we got quick at 25. So we get a low first rounder. We could package that. We got Detroit second. We got all kinds of stuff. And so we could get Eric Bledsoe. And then he's like you say, it's a trade asset for the next trade deadline because he'd be expiring. And mm-hmm. then you got and then you might be able to package what we get for him. Right. Yeah. Or one Norman Powell. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. And if I'm mm-hmm. looking at his stats right now, ooh, he's he's his usage is very low right now. Uh point well, for a shot attempt is low. Everything is down. Lonzo, Assist right? percentage is down. Everything is yeah. down. But he's yeah, but, but my, my my thing is this though, because with Bledsoe, could it could it be just could it be just that like he just needs to change his he just needs to change yeah, the scenery? You 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 read you know my what mind. I'm saying? You read my mind. Kind of like the Derrick Rose he's playing, game. He's playing behind. He's playing behind Lonzo right now. Right. So he's yeah, like he's getting a lot of time. So he's not. This is not. He's not the man. You know, in in New Orleans. So, um, you know, I, and we don't need him to be the man. We just need him to be. You know, pretty better. good. Yeah, we yeah, just need to be pretty good. So maybe he'll be motivated with a a, a better role, a better situation. Yeah. But, maybe um, with the, what you call it with uh with Kenny Payne? Come on, man. Exactly. So if you look at his numbers, ninety percent, ninety percentile going at the rim. Still pretty high, shooting sixty five percent at the rim. Interesting. Um, short mid range is bad, long mid range is bad. Mid range is not really all that good. Mm-hmm. Corner three is decent, seventy six percentile. Corner three is decent. Oh, this is decent. What are you shooting overall from three? Overall thirty seven thirty. Okay, thirty six thirty seven percent, which is, you know, it's like it's like average. That's better than average Peyton. range. Yeah, Pey- Peyton is in the twenties, so. Yeah, but yeah, way better than Peyton. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's more money. <laughs> it's more money. It costs more money. It's gonna cost us more money. 
for four only years. For only for one year. One year. But only yeah, for so one year. He basically a long-term rental. So, I mean, we, we, we're not going to be locked into him. And not only that, we still got opportunity to bring in another young guard in here if we want. So, yeah. Uh, I, I like it, especially if we could add a second player. Like, I wouldn't want to just come out of this trade season with just Eric Bledsoe. I'd exactly. Like, I, want a, I want a shooter. Give me somebody that's a scorer. Give me Norman Powell or give me Evan Fournier and Eric Bledsoe. Now we might have some. Okay. Yeah. And my, my pipe dream is still uh, is, is still Malcolm, you know, from, from Indiana, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, if we find a way yeah, to get Malcolm Malcolm's here, I'm, 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 oh. I, don't, I know he has a crazy injury history. <laughs> Malcolm solves all kind of problems. He solves yeah, all type does, of problems yeah. because it's been reported that the Indiana Pacers they're they're um, trying to figure out what his worth is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I would definitely do two first for him. I they think. got Kevin Pritchard as their GM. He's a tough guy too, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin is another tough. He's he's not you know he's he's up there with Presti and uh, and O'Jerry. Yeah, he's, man. Uh, Kevin Pritch is another guy, man. He brings in players, man. But hey, I hmm, I would love to get Malcolm Brock. Again, how much is he gonna cost? I would do, I think I would do two first, man. How old is he? How old is how old is this guy? How old is he? Um because he started off pretty old when he came in the league. Like he was 23, I think, when he came in the league. I can check that uh, right now. I don't think Brock does 30 yet. He has is to be like, like late 20s. Is he? I believe he's late 20s. Let me, let me see. He's 27. He's almost 28. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. He had to be like 20. He's almost 28 right, so years old right now. He's in his prime right now. He's in his prime right, right. now. He's in his All right. Prime so right uh, we got probably four years of him. All right. Well, it's not bad. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I'll give up a couple of first him. I think, yeah, man. And, and like he plays both sides. The thing, though, the only thing really is is, is the injury. Yeah. His the injury, injury history. history is a problem. His injury history is a problem. You know, that, that is a problem because. We don't want it. I don't want. I don't want to get anybody that costs us money watching him in street clothes. I, I don't like that. Right. He had forty. He played forty eight games in his 2017-2018 year. Uh, first year, seventy five games, not bad. The year after that was a sixty four games. Um, fifty four. Okay, yeah, it's injury history. Well, last year was a fifty four game season. I think wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was a short yeah, last season. Yeah, last year, yeah, short season. Yeah, like last year was six, a short yeah, season. And he played six four something games. Years. So he's, he's, he looks like the last two seasons, he's all right. Just that 2018 and 2017, he seemed to have problems. No, exactly, exactly. So but, I would, yeah, I would do that. I would do that. I would, call, I would pick up the phone and see what's up with that. Even though it's been reported that the Knicks aren't really interested in making serious deals at this point, I would actually look into that. I mean, yeah. and, and when I say serious deals, they're not giving up serious assets. Yeah, but that seems like a Tom guy. That seems like a Tom guy to me. Brogdon would be. Yeah, no. Yeah. Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon would be. For that matter, so would Powell, you know. Yeah, Brogdon and Powell, both guys who, you know, come from programs where you play defense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So both of those guys would be good. Um, we'll see. I, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I just think, to me, the only thing that's bothering me, and I know it's going to happen is that Frank may not be here after tomorrow. So other than that, I, I just want us to get some good assets. If we're going to trade the kid, let's get something good for him. Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Alrighty then. How Anybody else have failed to mention? I felt like we, we've, there's been other rumors. We've, there's been Andre Drummond talk. Um, we talked extensively about that on the show a few days ago. Um, 
when we talked about it, we said um, take this with a grain of salt as well. The only reason I really mentioned it was because Mark Stein mentioned it. If Mark Stein didn't say anything, I wouldn't even talk. I wouldn't even had a whole show about it to be honest. With you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Mark Stein mentioned it, so I was like, you know what? Let me at least let me address this. But um, it's been reported that uh, by Ian earlier today that there hasn't really been any traction between the Knicks and the Cavs regarding uh, regarding um. Yeah, regarding Andre Drummond. So I keep think it that dead. way. Yeah, I think that's dead. Not only that, they mentioned that Tibbs really favors Mitch. So why would they bring in Drummond? Yeah. It just it just doesn't make sense because the whole thing to me popped up because we were we were sore. We were we were kind of a man down at the big at the big position. And now that everybody's back and healthy and yeah. the chemistry seems to me, you know, trying to come back together, it doesn't make sense to just have a guy over there just gonna be the ball dominant. No, yeah. yeah. Um, no. And also, uh, who's this? Who's this guy from Twitter who just reported that the Knicks are interested in Andre Drummond? I don't believe that at all. That's just bull. That was uh, that was this knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? This knucklehead's name? Um, Con- O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor. O'Connor. Yeah, Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, I, yeah. Somebody with a big platform and has no basketball. Now. Yeah, Kevin O'Connor. Bruh. Yeah, bro, pick for you, bro. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe. That. <laughs> I believe you. I don't believe that at all. Where's the nine millimeter? Oh, the nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was dumb. That was dumb. I'm sorry. Nah, that wasn't the look. <laughs> that wasn't the look at all, man. Any, any, the other rumor we want to talk about JJ Reddick. The JJ Reddick stuff. Um, it just seems like uh, it's been reported by Wolves actually. Wolves just got on, on television and said that um, that there should be a buyout with JJ Reddick coming soon, and that the front runner for JJ Reddick is probably uh, Brooklyn. So. I'm not so the JJ Reddick front seems like that door might be closed as well. Yeah, because they yeah. that would be good for them because they have Joe Harris, then they have another Joe Harris coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that would be good for them. Exactly, exactly. So that definitely be good for them. Um, also, the last one, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. That's been rumored that 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 ship seems to be have sailed too. I know the Houston Rockets have been wanting first round picks. And they're and um, max guy. Oladipo thinks he's a max guy. Yeah. Uh, so, bro, to Oladipo thinks he's a max guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not. You've lost a little bit of a step. You're, you're, yep. You know, twenty points a game. Cool. I like it. Uh, I mean, no. he 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 got he got he got he he got. <laughs> he got to recover fully from his injury first. I don't I don't think he's fully recovered yet. Like I think he's still like trying to find his way. So right. at the moment, he's not a max player at the moment. That's right, and and he's looking for the contract at the moment, though. That's the problem. So yeah, yeah, that's the issue. You know, I would, yeah. if he so if he's all that, then, then uh, sign him for two years and see what happens. But i have not no, no. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm moving on for that. The only thing I can say is, I can see a scenario where they realize they're not going to get anything, and because they realize they're not going to get anything. The price will drop to like a second. And yeah, not saying I want Oladipo. I definitely don't want him, but I just know there's some people in in the Knicks front office who might like him. They're and losing leverage. They're definitely exactly, leverage. and they they'll might be, they might be willing to give a second for him. You know what but, I mean? Yeah, but I mean, he'd have to still he'd have to sign a, another deal. We'd have to, make, and it's not going to be no max deal either. Hell no! No, I want a deal like we gave Randall, one year guaranteed team options on anything else. Yeah, exactly. And we've 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 um, 
ran this Oladipo topic to the ground for many for many episodes already. I already said he he, he works in the same spots as RJ, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that mid range game. So I feel like it's a little bit redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. He, he he can't shoot he can't shoot the three. He's having like a really bad year from three this year. I think the best year he's had was thirty seven percent from three. And like Ryan said, he's not even recovered fully. He hasn't have his explosiveness yet. You know? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So no, 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 no. And like yeah, like the only way it remotely makes sense for me is if he's like on the bench. If anything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, being well, one of the bench players. And you know, if you bring him in off the bench now, that's a different story. Yeah, but you, yeah, he has yeah, to be willing. Twenty million. He, he has to be willing to come off the bench, and that's the problem. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I don't think he's willing. I tell nah. you what, I'll, I'll send him a bag of Lay's potato chips for. for <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> Uh, oh man, yeah. I you on the chat. I feel Lay's you. baked potato chips too. Yeah, 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 yeah. barbecue. Yeah. I gave him barbecue. I tell you, I said nah, this. Nah, <laughs> <yo>. <laughs> Talk about he's a, ma- a max player. Who's man's is this? Man? <laughs> <laughs> he's not a max. Not now. Who's I mean, man's is this? <laughs> I mean, it's good to think highly of yourself, but my man. Well, man, 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 man. Shout, out to, I, I, shout out to Ron, yo. Shout out to Ron. Yo, I, I, yo, I know this is off topic right now, but since we're talking about people that think that, you know, they think too highly of themselves, you heard a comment Draymond Green said the other day? Um, what, 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 what did Draymond Green say? Should I get the button ready? What? Oh, he, 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 said, he, <laughs> he, he said that he's the best defender in NBA history. The he, best defender ever. I mean, bro. First thing I thought of was that's disrespectful to Dennis Rodman. I, mean, mm. I, mean, I was like, are you crazy? I mean, I'm not saying he's a, not a great defender, but in history, come on. Yeah, yeah, he's wild. Like, there's so many great defenders that you can just name. I mean, like, that, like I can three guys off the top of my head. Yeah, Norm, like Norm Kevin, Norm Kevin Garnett. Garnett. Yeah, that's first. I mean, thing. there's so yeah. many Dennis guys, Rodman. man. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Now, Rodman, I tell you what, Rodman's got six rings. He's been he he got like seven rebounding titles. When Raymond gets in that range, you know, we can talk. Yeah, we can talk. Exactly. We can talk. We can talk. Other than that, I don't want to hear nothing from him about that because that's crazy. Yeah, you know, people, people soup them people soup themselves up to to you know so they can compete. That's what Kevin Garnett did that too. He just suits himself. That, that, that's Ryan. Ryan just gave us a hard bruh. Yeah, that's the bruh. That's the, bruh. that's the bruh for real. That's the uh, do I want to give him who man's this? I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. <laughs> Who man's this tease on? Yeah, 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 man. Who, who man's this tease at the nicktimeshow.com? I'll say that. If you want to who man's this tease, shout out to free, uh, the people who cop one or pop caught one. All right, go ahead. Hey, oh, wait. Somebody just. No, I was just. Gary yeah, I was just. Payton. I was, huh? Gary Payton? Somebody mentioned Gary. Yeah, Gary yeah, Payton. Yeah, 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 Gary Payton. Yeah. 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 He just disrespected him. Yo, honestly, street. like. Yo, honestly, like Tony Allen got him at Twitter for saying that. I don't even think he's a better defender than Tony Allen. No, he's not. Nah. And, and, and Bruce Bowen. Well, Bruce, Bruce Brown is a hack, though. I don't... <laughs> no. <laughs> you know who was the greatest hack in history to me? Uh, that played for the Knicks. I was glad he was on our team. He was such a hack, man. Um, the dude from TCU. What's that guy's name? Oh, God. He averaged 20 and 20 in, in, in college. Kurt, Kurt Thomas. Oh, oh Kurt Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, Kurt Thomas. Yes. Kurt Thomas, the great, man. Head on. Legend Kurt 
Thomas, hell, oh. I'm with you, Kurt. Yeah, I'm with that, Kurt Thomas. I was I'm like, dang, if he played today, he'd be suspended for life. Guy, <laughs> oh, man. Kurt Thomas went out like a G on the Knicks. Oh, he laying on the NBA court playing defense and shooting 15-footers like just like he did in the, in the 90s. Yo, shout out to Kurt he Thomas. He had those man. bug eyes like, yeah, I just... Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> facts, yo. facts, facts, yo. Yo, for real. Hey, yo. Oh, yo, salute, yo, salute. Oh, first of all, salute to the chat. Salute to Big Reaper who sends a $10 super chat. Uh, also, you know, salute to everybody watching the KOT show, man. We, we here, man. We're we going to be doing some post-game live show. Next show is going to be tomorrow night um, after the game. We're going to be doing a post-game live show tomorrow night after the game. Definitely check out for that. And then the, sh- the next show after that will be Sunday because it's a game Saturday. We'll be reconvening on Sunday. So tomorrow night might be like a, uh, you know, a, uh, a post-game slash rumors See what you know. Talking about who's here, who's not. So that should, should be fun tomorrow night. All right. So definitely checking out. Check it out for that. I'm considering doing an emergency stream tomorrow if a trade happens. So you know, click that notification bell, be notified of something if we're streaming because I might just pop on. Uh, I don't think anybody be available, so I'll probably just be be by myself. But. Uh, if that is, if that's what it is, that's what it is. We'll talk about it if, if, if a trade happens. All right. Big news though, if you had to do that. Yeah, if I gotta do what I gotta do. All right, it'll just be me. All right, cool. So, um, you know what? Also, let's 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 get to these bills. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Make that money, man. Yeah, Make- man. Yeah, man. I know. I I already know the basketballs and the volleyball is gonna be in the chat. So shout out to the chat. <laughs> All right. And let's get it as I look for. Uh, yeah, two hundred and fifty-something people in. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's popping tonight, yo. Popping tonight, all right. So, all right. So, trade deadline stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody love the trades, all right. So, yeah. So, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Flowers are blooming. The grass is growing. It's time to grow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped. You trim those hedges below the, ba- the belt safely and efficiently. I'm talking about the ball trimmers. That's, you know, you got the, the trimmer 3.0 right here. Uh, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming. We have an exclusive offer for an audience. Use the code KOT to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Um, join the other 2 million men who trusted Manscaped. They are here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. All right. They also, after all, it's time to, for some spring cleaning. All right. So thank you, Manscaped, <laughs> for that. All right. Shout out to Manscaped. For real, they have the trimmer 3.0. You know, can sh- you can shave over here with it. Uh, it doesn't snag your hairs. It has LED light. You can use it in the shower. And also, as always, you don't want down there looking like Fizdale's beard. I mean, hair. You know? <laughs> fro. Yeah, the fro. You don't want down there looking like Fizdale's fro. So just in case, you know, it's the summer. You don't want to sweat. Get that manscape and keep it pushing. And as always. Facts. Secret right? weapon two. Ball deodorant. Go get it. Ball deodorant. Go get it. All right? Tell your girl I said thank you. all right cool cool all right shout out to the chat man shout out to the chat thanks for watching the kot show had some fun salute 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 to everybody in chat sammy so so shout out to hadouken sharoon telling alejandro (laughs) yo andrew shout out to andrew fritz alessandor Yo, thanks, Fritz, for, for putting that Manscaped little link in there. Hit that code KOT. Yo, shout out to everybody who's been supporting, man, because the KOT link has been doing well. So shout out to everybody who's been hitting, hitting that link up because you're going to help us get more sponsors and go just channel bigger. And, you know, cameras are coming. 
The super chats have come, have come. The cameras are coming. Raw and Ryan will be getting new cameras so you can see them in, 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 in more HD. All right. So thank you for people who, who, who made it to the channel because those cameras are definitely coming. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So shout out to everybody in chat. Um, 19 Con Man, Paul Quick, Shop Talk, Nick Yak, Junior Karuma, Nick's at Night TV. Everybody, everybody, man. Shout out to you, man. Big love, big love, big, big love, love, big 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 love. All right. Um, yo, I think we talked about any and everything. I don't know if there's anything happening Twitter in the last 10 minutes. I don't see nothing in here. Uh but I think we talked about Well, the well, I it, it's definitely looked like Kyle Lowry's gone. Yeah, it's, because, because they, they Yeah. Yeah, because like they, they, they were talking made a deal already. Yeah, because they because they were talking about his post game interview and that he getting calls from Drake and this and that, so it looked like he's out. <laughs> oh man, so Drake was giving the big the goodbye call. Yeah, oh, Drake, man. yeah, it looks like it. So it looked like Kyle Lowry's oh, out. Yeah, that Drake, that next Drake album is gonna be sad, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna have. They got a chip though, man. What they want? They got a chip. For real, I'm just saying. I just know there's gonna be some Kyle Lowry bars in there. Just salute, salute to Kyle. All right, all right. Word. Twitter is clear. Yeah, I don't see nothing from Shams. Yeah, I don't see nothing from. I don't see nothing from. Um, this all I got from from Adrian Wojnarowski is they uh, Rockets still trying hard to get rid of Oladipo. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen, man. That's not happening. Somebody he's leaving nope. for a second somewhere. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, bag of chips, man. Yeah, and like I said earlier, um. If anything happens, I'll, I'll say this: this will probably happen. If nothing happens, I'll say Austin Rivers is going to be bought out. Yeah, most will, likely, or traded for a second. That's yeah, happening. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they could trade him, that'd be excellent. But I think the more likely is they buy him out and he goes to a playoff team. Right. Yeah. Like his father's team. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or <laughs> Philly. <laughs> or our cash space will be used to take on a bad contract. With an mm-hmm. asset attached. So if nothing happens, if we don't get any new place, pieces, if Norman Powell doesn't come, if none of these guys come, something along those lines is going to come. And yeah. I think everybody's up on um, Messiah Ojiri, though, because they haven't made a deal yet. And, and they say, he, the, Adrian said that they're working on multiple fronts to get rid of Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. Wow. I think everybody's up on him, man. When 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 Matthias Jury's knocking on your door, you better watch yourself. Yeah, watch yourself. Yep. This guy's a master, man. <laughs> At this point, it might be better for, for him to be a consultant and have somebody else work the phones. Because everybody's just scared <laughs> to work with him right at this point. You know what I mean? Cool facts. Oh uh, man. All right, man. Well, yeah, that is our show. I guess we could just sign out now. Thanks for watching. The cur- I think the viewers know the show is ending as well because the view count just dropped dramatically. <laughs> so let's see. Let's see. Go ahead, yo. Shout out to Raw. Tell them where to find you, Raw. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. All right. Shout out to Raw. Uh, I call him the Raw Metaphor. 
Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, you might have like an intro music or something, man. <laughs> I have an I already, I already have an idea for an intro for real. Dude, but you got that. You already got the nice background noise, man. Kaplak, kaplak, kaplak. Oh, that's good. I, I, I have, I have, a, I have an intro song in mind for you. I pro- if you're a New Yorker, you probably already know what's in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, there's too many. There's too many. To I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say, just throw up the woo. That's all I'm gonna say. Just throw up the woo. All right. Oh, <laughs> just throw up the woo. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yo, next episode, watch the next drop, the next episode for Raw. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think it is. I already know what it is. Yeah, I already know what yeah, it is. Yeah. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. All right, let's go. Yeah, I already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, I know it might be Brooklyn Zoo. Okay, okay. Oh, man. That's <laughs> all right, yo, yo, Ryan, where can he find you, bro? You'll find my Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. Exactly. And, um, yeah, you can find us at the K-O-T Show as well. Um, at the K-O-T Show on Twitter. The Nick Times Show on Instagram and Facebook. Also, you know, you just go to our website. People don't realize it. Like, yo, where's the merch? Where's the... The Nick of Time Show.com. The Nick of Time Show.com. You can get merch... Yo, we got the Who's Man's Is This Tease. We got that on there too. <laughs> you got phone cases. We got, we got people who don't know I draw. That's why if you see my little like moniker thing, it, it's, it's, it's J. Ellis draws things because. Better get that Kevin Knox on why it lasts, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to be a fire sale. I don't know. That might oh, be. That man. might be. A no, he got a. He got a year. He got a year. No, nah, he's gonna be around. He's gonna be. He, around he might have a year. a year unless he's involved with Alonzo deal somewhere. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Instagram as well as J. Ellis draws things. If you're into like art and stuff, because I post art and ins- inspirational quotes mostly. All right, so you can follow me on there as well. And yo, that's our show, guy. I love. I love doing these little trade shows, man. This is like fun. Yeah, an absolute thank everybody who sent the super chat. Bless, bless up. It's gonna help the channel. If you have not liked and subscribed already, please like to subscribe too. If you if you can't, you know, support the channel by you, you know you um sending super chat and also you know share. Share it as well. That's right. right. And That's also right. be on the lookout for KOT because I'm working on more stuff, guys. I'm just letting you know. I'm working on more stuff because you know Jay, I, I, I works hard. I works hard. All right, I works sleeve, hard. Man. Watch this man. He got stuff up his sleeve. I works hard. I keep something up my sleeve. I have no sleeves and I still got stuff up my sleeve. All right, <laughs> <laughs> salute. All right, yo, salute to Illa too, man. Shout out to Illa, man. Illa, yo, do we ship to Canada? Yes, we do ship to Canada. The thing is, right. I, I'm going to warn you, international people, that um. The shipping fee is a little bit steep when it comes out the country. I'll just say that. But um, we do ship to Canada, all right? That is our show. We out of here. Peace. Peace.